This is Cougar Post-Match Live. Post-match coverage of BYU women's soccer is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Now let's get you back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, in penalty kicks, Florida State is a 4-3 winner over BYU. Seminoles win their third national championship. Cougars fall just short in their first ever College Cup and national championship game appearance. Here on the pitch at Stevens Stadium, the uh, table with uh, trophies has been brought out and Florida State will soon receive its championship hardware. We hope to have uh, Jennifer Rockwood join us here in the booth at some point for a quick word. Uh, there will also be a press conference that uh, Coach Rockwood and BYU players will attend. And so uh, depending on the timing, we may get either that or Coach Rockwood or a bit of both, really depending how things go. But we do have a traditional honor that we give out during our postgame coverage at this time. It's called the Adobe Woman of the Match Award. And tonight, the Adobe Woman of the Match is the Adobe Women of the Match. It's brought to you by Adobe Creativity for All. And every member of this BYU women's soccer team is honored as women of the match tonight. And I'm going to read for you the members of this team in alphabetical order with their hometowns and let you all appreciate those whose names you really do know well and those who didn't play a lot or maybe didn't play at all this season that were a part of this spectacular season and outstanding program. Alphabetically, from the start to the finish, Michaela Coulihan from Kaysville, Utah. Haven Empey from American Fork, Utah. Savannah Empey from American Fork, Utah. Bella Felino from Aliso Viejo, California. Paula Garcia from Mapleton, Utah. Addie Gardner from Highland, Utah. Brooke Hale from Danville, California. Ruby Haladic from Ladera Ranch, California. Kelsey Hoops from Livermore, California. Zoe Jacobs from Kaysville, Utah. Ashton Johnson from Provo, Utah. Grace Johnson from Centerville, Utah. Abby Cotter from Providence, Utah. Ellie Mon from North Ogden, Utah. Rachel McCarthy from American Fork, Utah. McKaylee Moore from Auburn, Washington. Brecken Mozingo from Sandy, Utah. Kendall Peterson from South Weber, Utah. Jamie Shepard from American Fork, Utah. Josie Shepard, her sister from American Fork, Utah. Olivia Smith from Eagle, Idaho. Cassidy Smith from Alpine, Utah. Caroline Stringfellow from Syracuse, Utah. Cameron Tucker from Highland, Utah. Leveni Vaca from Sandy, Utah, and her twin sister, Daviana Vaca from Sandy. Olivia Wade from Kaysville, Utah. Tara Warner from Springville, Utah. Natalie Wells from Alpine, Utah. And JC Wood from Las Vegas, Nevada. That's your 2021 BYU women's soccer team, the Adobe women of the match for tonight as Florida State is victorious in penalty kicks over BYU 4-3 after 110 exciting but scoreless minutes of soccer. And this BYU season ends having gone somewhere the Cougars had never gone before. And the Cougars will certainly finish the season nationally ranked. It'll be their eighth national ranking in the last 10 seasons. Their 16th time in 27 seasons under head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Yes, indeed, 27 seasons as the only coach BYU's ever had. Jennifer Rockwood has won 424 games and is, in is on pace to win many, many more as long as she chooses to walk the sidelines here at BYU. 
She has BYU's first ever three-time first-team All-American and Michaela Coulihan, who's also the only player to repeat as a WCC Player of the Year and has done it three times in a row. Jennifer Rockwood, eight WCC titles in 11 seasons, including a title this year. So many superlatives associated with the name of Jennifer Rockwood. And certainly this year, a superlative experience taking BYU to the national championship game for the first time ever. Yet the Cougars' championship journey ends one game and maybe one kick short as Florida State wins it 4-3 in PKs. And again, kudos to the Seminoles. They experienced heartbreak in the spring, losing in penalty kicks 4-1 to Santa Clara. And here on the Broncos' home pitch, the Seminoles can flip the tables a little bit as they take 4-3, the decision in PKs over BYU. We'll take another break. We'll continue our coverage from Santa Clara and Stevens Stadium. It is BYU Women's... Welcome back to Cougar Postmatch Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU senior number 20, Cameron Tucker. We're announcing the all-tournament team right now. Michaela Coulihan and Cameron Tucker, both just named. From Florida State, redshirt senior number 25, Emily Madrill. They're doing all con or the uh, all tournament honors right now. And that defender from BYU, sophomore number 26, Lavina Vaca. So BYU's all tournament honorees, Michaela Coulihan, Cam Tucker, and Lavini Vaca. So Christina Roque, the Florida State keeper is named as the outstanding player of the tournament. outstanding offensive player, as voted by members of the media, is from Florida State, number 33, Yuji Zhao. Yuji Zhao, who had the game-winning penalty kick. 2021 All-Tournament Team. So those are the All-Tournament honors as we continue from Stevens Stadium here at Santa Clara. And I do believe that uh, once this... Zoom press conference goes live. NCAA Division One Women's Soccer National Champion. They're going to be honoring Florida State here on the field for a while. I believe they're going to have the Zoom press conference featuring BYU's Jennifer Rockwood and I think Michaela Coulihan and Lavinia Vaca will be going into the press conference room. And so once that Zoom presser goes live, we may be, may be able to get a word or two uh, from the coach and players before we conclude our coverage here. I'm not sure that we'll be able to get Jen here in the booth, but uh, I do think that Jen Rockwood and Michaela Coulihan, Cam Tucker are at the podium. So I see they're just taking the podium right now. We'll just wait to hear from our crew back at BYU Radio as to when uh, we'll be able to maybe hear from them and get their post-game press conference live here. I do see them at the podium. And once we know that there's audio, we'll maybe jump into that. So we're here at Stevens Stadium, Santa Clara, and press conference just about to begin with Jennifer Rockwood and players. And again, as soon as we get the word from our crew back at BYU Radio that we can hear the audio and we can jump into it, we will take it live and hear what the uh, media have to say in terms of questions for Jen and the BYU players. Again, if you're just uh, scanning and jumping into our broadcast, we had 110 minutes of scoreless soccer and in penalty kicks Florida State. A 4-3 winner over BYU to secure the Seminoles' third national championship. BYU uh, kept short of its first ever national title. Let's head down to the podium and join the press conference featuring BYU. First, congratulations to Florida State on winning a national championship. We've um, 
obviously a really great game, a great uh, final four here. Um, we're grateful for the opportunity we had to, to play here on a Monday for sure. I'm um, really proud of our players and our team. Thought we battled hard. We were really close a few times. Proud of these two seniors who've led our team all season. We've had a phenomenal year. Um, just, you know, I hate to be on the losing side, especially in PKs, but, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some when it goes to PKs. And uh, we've been on both sides of that. But um, just really proud of, of the way we competed tonight, the way we represented ourselves and our, our school um, and our conference. And um, just want to thank our fans for showing up. We had so many Cougar, Cougar fans in the stands. Cougar Nation always supports us and helps uh, our girls have a lot of energy. They're kind of like the 12th man. So, um, again, just um, happy that we made it this far. Love this season. Love these two girls. Love our girls. Um, and, you know, I think that's it. All right, we'll open up for questions. We'll go to the front there, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff Bravo for the West Coast Conference. I feel like you need to talk about the season you guys have and how you thought you guys played as a team tonight and just your reaction to the outcome. Yeah, it's it's been an incredible season. Um, everything that we've worked for, everything that we've wanted. Um, I'm so proud of my teammates. It's been such a fun time. I've, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to play alongside of that, them and play for Coach Jen. She's amazing and, and shapes us all to be not incredible soccer players, but better people as well, and, and that's what matters. Um, as far as tonight, you know, it was a it was a battle. It was a grind. Uh, taking playing against Florida State's always going to be tough. Um, they have some great players and they they play really good soccer. Um, we definitely battled. I was I was proud of us. We we defended hard. <laughs> we kept them from scoring a few times that they got close, and and then we had our fair share of opportunities as well. And and like Jen said, uh, PKs are tough. It can go either way. So, um, just really proud of my team and and especially Cam, and um, just happy to have been part of it. Yeah, as, as much as I can remember, to be honest, I, I think I had a little bit of shock, so it's hard for me to remember. But um, I know that it was kind of a 50-50 ball, and I beat her to it. And next thing I know, I, I felt like cleats up to my shin, you know, and, and I couldn't feel my leg. So it was tough. I didn't know if I'd be able to return, but I, I stood up, and I, I definitely didn't want to go out that way. And luckily, uh, my leg felt okay, and, and I was able to finish out the game. Questions, raise your hand on Zoom if you're out there. But we'll take yeah. one from here. Aaron, can you just talk about the performance tonight and how difficult it is to lose a game yeah, it always sucks losing in PKs, but um just like Kayla said, I thought our team did great. We were hustling, we were grinding, we were working really well on defense and offense. I just think that sometimes it doesn't go your way on offense, but um, yeah, I think overall we did really well and I'm so proud of everyone and I'm so proud of how we played this whole year and this whole tournament. So. Did it seem inevitable? I mean, <laughs> kind of in overtime, it, it was feeling like that. I just think that both teams were having chances and just weren't going in. So. We'll go to uh, we'll go to Jared Lloyd with Provo Daily. Jen, I was there for the the 2012 game. Watched the 2019 quarterfinal. You know, 2003. You've you've had teams that have come so far and done so many things. What's it like seeing the standard just be elevated this year by these seniors and the rest of this squad? 
Yeah, it's, it's just phenomenal. Um, these these girls really had a commitment from the very first of the season to do something that no other BYU soccer team has, has done. And, um, you know, they lived up to that. They had really high expectations. They appreciate those that have come before. And we had a lot of, of alumni in the stands um, uh, supporting them. And, and you know, I've been blessed to, to be a part of it uh, for a long time, many years. Um, but they they did. They just had a commitment. They really wanted to represent. And, and um, our seniors wanted to take the program somewhere that they've never been and they've done that and what it does now is it creates that environment for our younger players to aspire to do uh, even more things um, I think those girls that are returning um, they, they have a little taste of it now and I guarantee you that will motivate and inspire them to spend a little more time in the offseason um, it'll inspire our incoming new recruits that will be joining us in January and um, I'm sure uh, also the future Cougs that are out there um, some younger girls um, that uh, these guys have been a great role model and example too, and someday we'll wear the BYU jersey. We'll see in here, Harold. Yeah, I think I think once you get to uh, you know the last four teams standing, uh, there's a reason for that. Um, Santa Clara and Florida State have, have not given up many goals at all this year, um, and uh, we're proud that we had a very high-powered offense, um, and uh, we we created a lot of good chances in both the games, but uh, didn't come uh, didn't fall our way. Um, but like I said, when when you get to this level, you know it's it's going to be more challenging than ever to score. We knew we were going to have to play defense really starting in, once you get in the NCAA tournament. I think our best defensive performance was against Virginia, and, and that showed that we had to step up. And then to, to not give up a goal against Santa Clara and Florida State, I think, says a lot about our, our team defense as well as the fact that most of the season we scored some goals. It didn't fall for us tonight. Um, but again, um, I think it, it bears well for the future. Uh, you have to be able to score on both sides or, or play well on both sides. Uh, we'll go to Sean Walker from KSL. Yeah, Coach, I was listening to you on radio pregame a little bit with Greg before this, and, and you you made the comment that you couldn't be more proud of the girls. You were going to be proud of them, win or lose. I see no uh, tears in this match, despite falling short, obviously. just just Can you just kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Just how proud of this team are you? I mean, not showing any, you know, just showing the fight that they did and and – Obviously, it hurts right now to lose, but but just the history that you guys made. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, we all put so much uh, into what we do each and every day. There's a lot of emotion. Um, there's a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication um, coming into this game, win or lose. Um, I, for myself, just wanted to enjoy this opportunity, enjoy another game with the seniors, enjoy another practice, um, enjoy everything about it. Um, certainly, uh, I'm as fierce as competitor as there is, um, and I know the girls are as well. And so we, we certainly wanted to win this game and expected to win this game and really felt even throughout the whole game that we were going to we'll put one of those, remind them at halftime, we score goals and um, really believed, but you know, um, it happens sometimes you, you fall a little short, um, but it, it doesn't change uh, the pride that I think we have in each other and the love that we have for each other. Um, and 
you know, a lot of times at the NCAA tournament, at the end, we, we end on a losing note and I get really mad, but uh, I'm not even mad. I, I just, again, just have a lot of pride uh, and a lot of love for this team and my staff and for everybody that has supported us throughout this year. We'll go to Ben Ross from AP here. Um, well, from what I can remember, I just Che got the ball and then Kayla got it. And every time Kayla gets the ball, I just try to make it myself open because she makes great passes to me. So, um, the second I saw she had the ball, I just started to make a run and I didn't know that it was offsides until, um, I saw the ref hold her flag up. So, but yeah, it was a great play and I wish I wouldn't have been offsides, but <laughs> it was a great pass by Kayla. Okay, we'll go to Melvin Stith on Zoom. Coach, uh, congratulations on a great season. I want to ask you about the tempo of the game. Were you pleased with the tempo or would you have liked it to be a little bit more up and down and faster? Um, well, we knew that Florida State was a great possession team and that they like to knock it back and forth, but we also knew that we were a great pressing team and we weren't going to hold back. A lot of teams, um, you know, play a little block and, and let Florida State kind of do what they want in the back and to move forward, but we wanted to make them uncomfortable. So it was a very high tempo. Uh, most of our games are high tempo. We wanted to do what uh, got us to this point. And, um, you know, we didn't give up a goal. So uh, our, our pressure worked. Um, but yeah, it was a very fast tempo game it was a, a very physical game um, I think both teams were battling you know there's a lot on the line like I said earlier a lot of emotions a lot of dedication and and passion uh, building to this point and I think uh, it was a fantastic college soccer match for fans and uh, for for women's soccer a college soccer division one it's about as good as it gets and we have Jason Swenson next Question for uh, Jen. Uh, Jen, obviously, every time your, um, your your players take the field, they're being asked to represent things. They have to represent their team. Uh, they represent the school, and perhaps unique to this university as as, as a church home school, you know, to, to a degree, they're also asked to represent the church, and and with that comes, of course, you know, a global interest, particularly among a lot of Latter Day Saints. I was just hoping maybe you could speak to how how these players, who are obviously first rate athletes, but also meet that challenge of, of being called to represent? Sure, it's something we spend a lot of time talking about. Representing the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is something that we're all extremely proud of. I would say it's probably the number one reason most of these girls come to, to BYU is to, to be a part of all of that. Um, we're all members of the church and I'll have a very high standard and, and take it very seriously. And it's a lot more pressure. We tell the girls when they come that it, uh, it takes more pressure to live up to those expectations, but each of these girls are committed to doing that. Certainly none of us are, are perfect, but we're all trying to be the very best people that we can be, um, and surround ourselves with the best people that will lift us and, and make us better people. So it's, it's certainly an honor and something we take a lot of pride in. And we had a follow-up from Jared Lloyd. This question's for Kayla. I wanted to ask about the impact of Carolyn Billings and what she's been going through. I mean, obviously losing a title game hurts, but having her example and what she means to this team, talk about that because I, I know that was huge this year for you guys. 
Yeah. Carolyn's awesome. Um, we all love to joke around and hang around Carolyn and she's, she's a big part of our team, bigger than any other athletic trainer is to a team I would imagine. And, um, she's a great mentor to all of us. And, um, I think that when she got some news that she was battling cancer again, it kind of brought us all together and put things into perspective. And, um, honestly, I think that that's a tribute to a lot of our success this year. I think we kind of realized that there's more to life than soccer. There's more that we're, we're playing for and that we're fighting for every day than, than soccer. And so even though when we stepped on the field on game day, um, that's all what we were focusing on. We kind of had this deeper perspective and something that we were all focused on together and collectively fighting for and, and the way to kind of show that was on the soccer field. And so, um, so much of what we do is for Carolyn and the rest of the staff. And it's just been so fun to, to be able to come together as a team and, and celebrate her and, and help encourage her through what we're doing. We'll take one more from Sean Walker. Yeah, Kayla, you uh, might as well pick up that, that microphone again, cause I'm coming back to you. Um, just, just because you, you've obviously came back for your your COVID senior year. You're already drafted. You've set all kinds of of records and everything with the soccer program. Was this final year? Was it everything that you dreamed of, considering all you'd accomplished before? What you have looking forward to the future? Was it everything that you hoped that your last year would be? Yeah, of course. Um, playing for the national championship is exactly what I wanted to do. And we set that goal at the beginning of the year. And I actually uh, talked to Jen a few weeks before the season was supposed to start and, and told her I was questioning my decision of coming back to BYU or not. And she was like, Kayla, you, you can take us to the national championship. You have an opportunity to win a national championship or do something that no one's ever done at, at BYU. And and that's everything that, that I needed to hear and everything that I wanted to play for. So I was just super grateful for that opportunity and and um, proud of my team for, for getting here. Okay, I think we're good there. Thank you, ladies. That is our press conference from Stevens Stadium here in Santa Clara. Jennifer Rockwood, Michaela Coulihan, and Cameron Tucker at the podium. And thanks to the crew back at uh, BYU Radio, Corbin and Terry, for getting that live and ready to roll. Hope you appreciated all those comments. And we think um, that uh, Jen Rockwood still plans to hop on up and spend a couple of words, uh, spend a couple of minutes with us and share a few words on the headset, kind of wrapping up our season that way. That's our hope, at least. We'll see if Jen makes her way up here. We may be able to, if it's possible, I can ask uh, our guys back at BYU Radio if we could take a, maybe an unscheduled two-minute break if we have the availability. If not, we'll stay right here with it. But perhaps Corbin back at BYU Radio can confirm for us, and he says we'll do that. So let's do this. Let's, uh, let, let's, let's break for two minutes, and we will come back and hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood on the headset as we continue here from Stevens Stadium. Florida State 4 and BYU 3 in PKs after 110 scoreless minutes. Florida State wins its third national championship. We'll come back to Santa Clara after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Postmatch Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Stevens Stadium, Santa Clara, California, site of the College Cup National Championship match between BYU and Florida State. Florida State, after a double overtime scoreless affair, took it to penalty kicks with BYU and converted four of their five spot kicks. 4-3 in PKs is our final score. Time for our Zions Bank post-match coach interview with head coach Jennifer Rockwood. It is brought to you by Zions Bank for banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge Zions Bank is for you. And Jen is making her way from the press conference room up to the booth. And, uh, again, you've heard from Jen already and her players. 
But we wanted to pop the headset on and uh, just have a little more personal conclusion uh, to this season. An outstanding season in every possible way for BYU women's soccer. A season that ends at 17-5-2, uh, the overall record. It was a WCC championship season. BYU shared the title with Santa Clara. BYU defeated Santa Clara on Friday night in the national semifinal to make it to tonight. And uh, the season does end in heartbreaking fashion in PKs. But, uh, you know, PKs are anyone that's watched the sport long enough. Uh, you know, knows it's just this out of a crapshoot sometimes. And, and uh, you know, keepers are left to guess sometimes. And and uh, and, and indeed tonight, Cassidy Smith uh, made a very strong save uh, to keep BYU kind of in the mix in this one. Yet the Seminoles converted four of their kicks from the spot to win this one by a score of 4-3. to three. And so the season does come to an end for BYU, but it ends at a place at which it had never culminated before, and that is in a national title match. And it's rarefied air that BYU breathed this year and absolutely rewarding in every possible way. But for the final uh, trophy to be hoisted, everything else belonged to BYU this year. So many accomplishments, special in so many different ways. And it was a a true thrill uh, to be a part of it as an observer and someone who could call the plays for this team this year. And she has made the long trek up from field level to the booth. And I don't want to make her talk before she's got some breath like I did on Friday night. So we'll give her a few more seconds. But uh, Jennifer Rockwood has just concluded her 27th season as the head coach here at BYU. And she has 424 wins and counting. In fact, she and her counterpart tonight combined for more than 900 career wins coming into tonight. True legends of the game, uh, Coach Mark Krikorian and Jennifer Rockwood from BYU, and their teams put on quite a show this evening that took it through 110 minutes and then some. And Jen Rockwood is on the headset. Coach, thank you for taking a minute or two just to, <laughs> just to wrap up this season in a way that, uh, uh, you know, uh, that I wanted to just, you know, in a way thank you and, and applaud you and, and express personal appreciation for uh, the season you gave Cougar Nation this year. Oh, thanks, Greg. Appreciate having you around. It's always fun to have you on the road with us and at home. And I've lost my voice a little bit, but um, <laughs> but what a ride! What a what a year! Um, so proud of um, obviously the girls and our staff that's worked so hard, and all the people that have supported us throughout the season. You know, it's a it's always a tough way to end. You know, every year comes to an end at some point, and that's always sad. Um, but at the same time, I, I just feel. You know, excitement, I, I feel a lot of love and uh, appreciation for this team and our seniors and and uh, just uh, what a great match just to, to make it here to this big stage, you know, the biggest stage that, that you can find yourself in. It's something they've worked really hard for and what a fun season, um, accomplished so much. Uh, the girls came so far and so close, so close tonight. Uh, but congratulations to Florida State. What a fantastic team. I've always had a lot of respect for Mark and his program and certainly have followed them over the years. And, you know, it's, 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 it sets a, a higher bar for us now to, to try and find our way back here. And, you know, kind of the ceiling's been broken with this team to mm-hmm. get us here to the Final Four. So, yeah, looking forward to, to the future for sure. Florida State was the nation's number one team coming into the tournament. They were a one seed in their region. And uh, that, that's as good a soccer team as exists in college soccer right now. And you play them to a stalemate through 110 minutes. You, you withstood everything they threw at you and vice versa. It was a, a high-quality match. Yeah, it was a high tempo. We, we knew that going in um, because we, we were going to press them. We were going to put a lot of pressure on them. And they're dangerous. So it, it left us a little susceptible to transition. But it worked both ways. And it was back and forth. Each uh, Both teams had opportunities 
uh, in the run of play, on set pieces, lots of great plays out there. It was a physical game. I think both teams left everything on the field, and it came down to PKs. On on Friday night, you know, one of your mantras is score early or score first, score early. And, and Monday, uh, you had a, a, a header go off the, the goal post. You recovered. You, you end up winning that game tonight. There was a play that was judged offside on a beautiful ball from mm-hmm. Kayla to Cam. And I think you're going to want to go back and look at that and just see how close a close call that was. was. Because had the flag stayed down, I wouldn't have been surprised. It was that good a pass, and it was just that well run on. Yeah, well, we saw in the replay that it was it was pretty close. Yeah. You know, you got to uh, – but, you know, nothing you can do about that. But, uh, you know, we had some opportunities, and uh, even towards the end, we had a couple decent looks, you yeah. know. And, you know, it went in for us a lot this year. We scored a <laughs> yeah. lot of great goals and um, thought we were going to get one in the run of play, but it, it didn't happen tonight. But like I said, what a what a fantastic season, a fantastic team and staff. And, um, you know, we'll certainly miss our seniors, but, man, they've just been such a great example. Um, you know, we'll, we'll graduate six seniors, a great example, and they gave everything for this program and this team and their, their friends and family. And um, just a great year. It's time to celebrate. Yeah. Even though coming in, it's the only time I'll ever celebrate coming in second, I guess. <laughs> One of those seniors ended up being carried off the pitch in the first half, only to return in the second half and got it out for you. Of course, I'm speaking of Michaela Coulihan. She, her fellow seniors, really the entire team, just uh, giving. Well, they emptied the tank tonight. Yeah, right? absolutely. So at halftime, spend it all. Don't don't save any of it. And Kayla's such a warrior, and she's done so much for this program. She's she's helped her. Not only has she become a better player and a, and a better leader, but she's encouraged and she's helped those around her to pick up their game and and work even harder and compete at a higher level. And that's a legacy that all these girls uh, will leave to these younger kids. And seeing a lot of alumni here, you know, mm. we talk so much about leaving legacies. Um, uh, for the future generations and the future players to come. But I'm sure there was some young you know, f- fifth or sixth grader watching uh, that game tonight that will be inspired to get back to the College Cope and maybe wear a BYU jersey someday. And maybe the final word from you could be about the support you felt, not just tonight but all season, from Cougar Nation and the fact that you could look up in the stands and, and feel like it's a home game here yeah. so far from home and, and have them, you know, push you on throughout the night tonight it was it was phenomenal for sure we are so fortunate to have so much support and uh, cougar nation shows up both at home and especially here tonight on the road i mean it was a huge byu crowd and i know people came from utah and came from all over california and and all over to support these girls and um we really appreciate that it, it goes uh, a long way for us the girls love playing in front of byu um, fans and, and representing our university well, Jen, once again, thank you. Uh, you personally, your staff, your players, of course, uh, everyone associated with the program for uh, putting on a thrilling show from start to finish around the country this year. It just it feels like yesterday we were making the trek into SEC country back in August, and here mm-hmm. we are playing December soccer. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, a phenomenal year in every way. Thank you uh, for your kindness and your support of our broadcast efforts, and it's, again, a personal and professional privilege to, to cover this team and, and – uh, and uh, bring Cougar soccer to Cougar Nation when they choose to listen, and we're certainly appreciative of that, of that and, and you. All right. Thanks, Greg. Thank Appreciate you, Jen. It. All right. That's Jennifer Rockwood, and that will do it for tonight and this season of BYU women's soccer. Our thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio in Provo, Corbin Radford, our control board operator, Terry South, our excellent coordinating producer, our engineers, Barry Squires and Sean Fay. And we had uh, Bryce Noakes assisting in the studio tonight, I believe, as well. Intern Bryce with us tonight. So thanks to that crew back at BYU Radio on campus. And for my color commentary colleague, Rachel Manning-Jorgensen, our thanks go out as well to 
John McBride of BYU's Athletic Communications Office for facilitating. Appreciation to Coach Rockwood, Cassidy Smith for pregame, halftime, and postgame interviews. And that is going to wrap it up for all those folks. My name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in tonight and this season to BYU Women's Soccer. Our final score tonight in penalty kicks is Florida State 4 and BYU 3 after 110 scoreless minutes in the national championship match. The Seminoles are national champs for a third time as BYU's remarkable run and first-ever College Cup experience comes to a close. Well, that will do it. So, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Santa Clara, California. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's match has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also by Wilner and O'Reilly. Immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. And by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. BYU Women's Soccer is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Women's Soccer is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.